Hey everybody, this is Brendan with Evoke Bike. A little reflection on the Jason Hillemeyer podcast that we had. An athlete had reached out and there were a couple comments that I just wanted to share that I think were just really phenomenal um, in a way of getting faster without it being about the watts. So this guy said, the podcast with Jason really resonated with me so much. You hear all the time that smooth is fast and always know that there's some truth to that, but how much truth? I really wanted to see. So the fast past few times I went onto my favorite trail, I had lazy days. Basically, I set out with the goal of letting good smooth line selections make up the speed I lost by being lazy on the climbs and the easy flats, etc. I was absolutely stunned at how close I was in time, just a two-minute difference between a lazy ride at 150-watt average and a recent harder-ish ride at 180 watts. The only real difference in the approach was line selection and that focus on smoothness. I'm absolutely stunned. Also, I tried some weird lines on those rides and experimented a bit. Mostly the lines that looked the smoothest turned out to be the smoothest, but there were definitely some surprise lines that popped up that were not at all intuitively fast. I loved it. Such awesome tips. It's a whole new approach to mountain biking for me. So... Really, I mean, go back and listen to Jason talking about how when the huge pro mountain biker, I can't recall his name, was in Colorado, Jason was stoked that this guy wanted to go ride with him. And he said he like broke bikes for Jason, who's been riding at the pro level for a long time. And he said, this guy was just taking lines that I didn't even think about. So if you're out there mountain biking, you need to understand that's definitely part of the game. And for people that are road racing, like, Go on a crit course and understand what the fastest line is. Like, how are people taking turns? How are people doing the approach? Um, you know, there's there's no harm ever in getting better at turning, cornering your bicycle. The other thing that is interesting that came up about this, um, really talking about longer rides and how do you split it up if you're a mountain biker and a road racer? So... Another question this guy had was, as I think through some of the things that Jason said on the podcast, it's got me thinking about training in longer rides. A hundo on a road bike is great, and I really do like those, but it's a totally different thing doing half that mileage on the trail, especially on this XC bike I built that has such little travel. Of course, they could serve two different purposes. I could pedal constantly on the road, but power modulation is going to be a circus on the trail. So I kind of want to get your thoughts of how when to focus on taking the long endurance time that I do on the road over to the trail. Should I try doing a hundo on Saturday and then three hours on the trail the next day or vice versa? Sometimes five to six hours on the trail and then do endurance the next day. I'm just trying to think through that a bit. So there's definitely benefit if you're a mountain biker to doing long stuff on the mountain bike. If you're going to do a mountain bike race, you want to keep things specific. Those are going to be really tough on the body. Um, a long day on the mountain bike is really hard. You could, if your body can handle that, doing that and then having the next day like a three-hour three endurance ride on, on the road cruising, you could do that. Um, you can do that, you know, flip the days. Go shorter the first day and longer the second day. It might even be tough. But at the end of the day, what you want to get is the hours in, no matter how varied you end up doing it. Like some days you wake up, he's like, oh, damn, the trails are wet. Now I need to audible and go to the roads. So maybe I'm going to ride longer on the road today. Remember what Jason said, hit the power based intervals on the road bike, you know, take a midweek day and focus on what this guy talked about before. Go be smooth, smooth is fast. So 
take that time to focus on the skill side of riding the mountain bike. Now, use some of the high torque work with the fast spinning drills, like all the things that Jason, like the, the knowledge that he dropped in these little gems and pearls that I think was really good because Jason was talking about the big picture, but then gave a lot of micro little tips that you could go out and write a month of workouts saying, okay, here are my two hard workouts during the day. I'm going to focus on long stuff on the weekend. And the reason this guy wants to focus on longer stuff is he's like, hey, maybe I'd want to do something like a full 100 miles, um, maybe get into something like Leadville. Uh, he's talking about doing the um, Ludson 99, I believe. And so, and uh, Chahuda, Kohuda. You can tell I don't know all the names of these races very well, but I'm learning and that's the name of the game. So experiment with it. You're going to hear another world tour guy coming up and I had asked him, how do you know when to do what? And he's like, you experiment, you just try stuff. So find out how it works for you. You know, this guy long on the weekend, split it between road and mountain based on when you can ride the mountain bike on the trails. If the weather's great for both whichever is going to work for your life schedule, get in the hours. Don't overthink this too much. But I think really the highlight to this one for all you mountain bikers, and hey, we'll even call it the crit racers, learn how to find the smooth lines. That's something that I struggle with in big crits. It's not called NRC anymore, but I used to do more higher level crits back in the day when I was in my late 20s and early 30s. Um, some of my teammates were into them, and the biggest thing for me was I had to get – I'm not great at cornering. Still still definitely not. Got a lot better. Had to practice it. Um, otherwise, I would just – you know, you're in the way. You're you're not able to be smooth, and if you can't be smooth, you're wasting a ton of watts. And as the crit hits 30 minutes in, you're slowly going off the back simply because you can't be smooth in a pack. So – all these little things to work on, all the little things make a big difference. And just as a heads up, we are going to have an open forum about lifting throughout the year. I posed the question to the to the coaches. Uh, you have three minutes. See, lifting is very lifting is very personalized. Um, it's why a lot of cycling coaches don't really touch on it in their plans, which is why I'm asking all of our coaches to. Think of how we can help athletes lift. We have a great program that we've adopted from GZCLP off the internet that we tested. Um, this podcast is kind of going on a tangent now, but we tested different ways for a couple of years before I was really like, I'd, I'd tell people what I was doing, but we didn't really put a program together. As we put this program together over the past couple of years, something that helps us gain strength throughout the base miles season but it's really hard to dial it in for every athlete on a hey here's a lifting plan because just like cycling intervals like lifting people respond to training differently so what this forum is going to be about we're all going to have just three minutes to present a high level like format of how you would approach lifting for the masses to like send out to people and say hey this is something to follow and then we're going to open it up to questions and comments and talk about it because I've been a big proponent of trying to lift heavy all year. I think I'm – and I've said get in the gym twice if you can. I think it might be more beneficial to get in the gym once – well, I don't want to spoil my answer, but get in the gym once and then uh, do more band work and resistance stuff. But we'll talk about that more. So anyways, 
Guys, girls, people, humans, Lala's over here. Your dog's riding a bike. I hope they're getting faster. I hope you're getting faster. I hope this stuff is helpful. If it is, all we ask is that you share it with somebody. Send it to your teammate. Send it to your team. Post it online. We just want to get bigger. The bigger that this can get, the better guests we have, the more knowledge we can get, the more knowledge you can get, the faster we all get, the happier we all are. So good luck and can't wait to hopefully see some people in real life at a race coming soon. Till later. Oh, and hit me up for a free power file analysis. Last thing, brendan at evoke.bike. Bye.